Thank you, kids. That's awesome. What up, yo? Welcome to the Fantasy Knockout Football Podcast. I appreciate the help. Thank you, True. Thank you, McKenna. I am your host, Mark Shannon. Today is Tuesday, September 18th. What does this mean? Week three waiver wires. Who are we looking at this week? Who are we going to be adding to our teams to make us that much stronger and better? Week two over uh, Monday night game. Barn burner. <laughs> Seattle does not look good. And Chicago at times looked, you know, they had a drive where Trubisky was going down and, and looked competent and looked great. I'm like, all right, this is going to be the uh, the high-powered offense we all want them to be and hoping for. And I don't know. He's just rookie quarterback, I guess. I mean, I know it's his second year, but I mean, he's got that rookie quarterback mentality still where he's just afraid to make certain plays. Uh, so it's going to be, it's Seattle, it's going to be a really long year. And <laughs> Chicago, you got to lower, temper your expectations a little bit. Um, I'm going to get right into it. We got a pro tip and trick. We're going to call this drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. That's right. Good old Snoop Dogg. Okay, what I mean, drop it like it's hot. What do I mean? Waivers go through, right? So it's Wednesday morning. Waivers have all gone through. You've got your new guys. You're all excited. Did I get this guy or not? Here's the thing. Look and see what players were dropped, okay? Over the weekend, I had uh, one of my leagues. Someone dropped Josh Gordon. They heard he was out and that he was going to get cut by the Browns. Gordon gets cut dropped in your league no don't do that because five minutes later they announced that they're going to look to trade him and he's going to go to another team that possibly has a good chance so just you, you got to watch out don't drop your your guys don't overreact don't go on tilt right guys so be mindful watch these guys that are being dropped like the other week i had somebody drop philadelphia eagles defense who's not a bad defense okay so pay attention, see what players are being dropped because they might be better than what was out there on the waivers. So that's your pro tip and trick for today. Uh, no Michelle. Sorry, guys. No Michelle. No Michelle's minute this week. She is got work and still training and whatnot. So she's got to do all that. I'm sorry. Uh, she should be back for this, um, this start sit show week three start shit. She should be available for that one. Um, where can you find the show? We are. This show is on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean. And if you can't find it on any of those, fantasyknockout.com. The latest episode is there at the very bottom on a little player. You can just listen to that on your computer, on your phone, wherever you have. You can access the web. Um, also, week three rankings are going to go up today as well. So check out those. Uh, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. We have that review challenge. First 50 play, first fifty people to leave a review will win an NFL autographed jersey. That's right. Don't want to miss out on that. Uh, also, please support the show by becoming a Patreon at patreon.com slash fantasy knockout. Uh, you can ask your direct questions and get them answered right away there. That's pretty cool. All right. So let's get right into the news. News with views. 
We were just talking about wide receiver Josh Gordon, Cleveland Browns. They announced that they were going to cut him because he was a knucklehead. And over the weekend, they announced that they were going to cut him on Monday. And they found a deal. The New England Patriots are going to trade a fifth-round conditional pick for Gordon. Um, stop helping the Patriots. Everybody, stop helping the Patriots. Uh, I Again, here's the thing. Don't know if Josh Gordon's going to be like the Randy Moss when Moss went there. Don't know. You know, I mean, it's it's a gamble. So here's the thing. If he's on your waivers, scoop him up. Um, I personally would not be trading anything for him. I'm, I'm the type of player that I want to see something happen first. Who knows? He might not even play the first week or two. Okay? So, and it's, it's Josh Gordon. He is talented. He is a freak of, of nature when it comes to his talent and quickness and stuff. And his size is amazing. It could help New England win games i don't know if there's going to be fantasy relevance here yet so it's one of those things we got to wait and see next we got quarterback aaron Rodgers, green bay packers his coach mike mccarthy said rogers knee was sore but that he escaped without further damage so that's good rogers looked healthy still threw it a ton um i know that game ended a tie but you know start your rogers don't be don't be scared uh <laughs> As Chuck would say, don't be scared that um, Rodgers is going to miss or anything. I, he's still a uh, lock and loaded quarterback for you. Uh, this is scarier news. Running back LaShawn McCoy of the Buffalo Bills. He's dealing with crap, crap, cracked rib cartilage and is questionable for week three. Um, he might play. He might try to tough it out. But here's the thing. He wasn't doing all that fantastic in week one or two. Uh, the Buffalo Bills are horrible, and you know you just got to know that you're not going to get much from McCoy. And now that he's got the banged up or ba- uh, cracked ribs, again, don't expect anything. I don't think it's worth going out there and pick up an ivory or anything like or his backup. Uh, I wouldn't be rushing to the waiver wire and stashing or picking up any of those guys because uh, there's other choices that are better. Um, All right, next we got kicker Daniel Carlson of the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings cut him and signed Dan Bailey, one of the best kickers in NFL history. Uh, I don't really talk kickers all that much. This time, I would go get him. He is worth a pickup. Minnesota is a high-powered offense. They are going to score a lot of points. They will be constantly in not the red zone, but in the zone for field goals within field distance to kick field goals. So great, nice pickup. You know, if you were missing out on Zerloin or anything like that, who kicker Greg Zerloin of the Rams is not expected to be placed on injured reserve with a groin injury. Um, if you're missing him or, you, or let's say you had the Cleveland Browns kicker, Zane Gonzalez, who was just cut and they signed Greg Joseph. Uh, if you had one of those guys, go pick up Dan Bailey. He's a nice stash. I wouldn't necessarily w- um, use your waiver priority on him, but, I mean, if you're going to be picking up other guys, throw them on there, pick them up. You'll be happy. Uh, running back, Aaron Jones, Green Bay Packers. He is now eligible to return from his two-game suspension. I am excited about this because I think Jones is the better talent in uh, as a running back in Green Bay. Uh, he's definitely their best option. But here's the question is, Mark, is he going to get a chance? And uh, as of right now, I'm not sure because Jamal Williams is the better pass blocker. 
Green Bay, you've already seen it. Aaron Rodgers has gotten sacked and tweaked his knee. So they are worried about keeping him healthy. So Williams is going to be on the field a lot because of that. But Jones has the be- Jones has the better talent. Hopefully Green Bay can see this and put Jones out there and let him just do what he does. Uh, I definitely scooped him up last week in a couple leagues because now everybody is constantly aware. Hey, Aaron Jones is back. We should get him. Now that's why you've got to try to be. Beat your competition maybe one week early if these guys who are suspended, like an Edelman that were dropped or an Ingram, any of those guys dropped, you got to scoop them up because they're worth a stash. All right, next we got wide receiver Mike Wallace of the Philadelphia Eagles. Coach Doug Peterson said Wallace suffered a fractured fibula in week two. Oh, that hurts. He's not going to be placed on IR, so that's good news. But so no Alshon Jeffrey, no Mike Wallace. That means a lot more Nelson Aguilar and more Zach Ertz. So if you can go snag Ertz in a trade right now, I would definitely target him because he's going to be used a lot more. Um, they just don't have anybody who to catch the ball other than Aguilar and Ertz. Um, and speaking of the Eagles, quarterback Carson Wentz, he's finally been cleared to start week three against Indianapolis. What a game to save him for. Indy's not going to be able to stop anybody. Hey, they did look better. Uh, they looked actually a lot better against Washington. They, they held Alex Smith to no touchdowns, who was a, uh, you know, my, my quarterback start of the week who did not do it for me and cost me my week against my wife. Yes, she beat me in my family league. I, good job, Michelle. Fantastic job. Kudos to you for not listening to me. And, uh, yeah, great. Uh, anyways, wide receiver Larry Fitzgerald, Arizona Cardinals. He's exited week two with a hamstring injury. We haven't heard anything yet as of today, so we're still monitoring that. Speaking of still monitoring, running back Dalvin Cook, Minnesota Viking. He also exited week two with a hamstring injury. Haven't heard anything with him either, so we're going to keep an eye out for them. We'll have more on uh, next week or uh, later this, this week on the show of the start sits. Next, running back Devontae Freeman, Atlanta Falcons. His coach, Dan Quinn, said uh, they're not sure about his return timeline for his knee. Um, I'm scared with Freeman. Uh, if if you have Coleman, fantastic. If you can go get Coleman quick, go snag him up before more of this news comes out because uh, Coleman could be a nice stash for at least the next month for you. Uh, Freeman, he, it's the same. It's a very similar injury to what he had last year, and it took him a good month to five weeks to, I don't know, start being somewhat normal. He, he, but he was never normal after that. He, you know, he he still had a game or two that was okay, fantasy wise, but he didn't look strong and cutting and whatnot. So go get Coleman if you can snag him up or or trade for him. I would advise that. And then also, last bit of news that just popped today, running back Jay Ajayi, Philadelphia Eagles. Oach, um, Oach, the OC, Mike Grohl, indicated there's a good chance uh, Ajayi, with his back issues, is going to sit week three. Go get Corey Clement, waiver show. That's what we're here talking about. Guys like that, good pickup. If you got Ajayi and you've been riding this touchdown you know, monster who's just been falling in the end zone and saving your weeks, 
go get Corey Clement. He'll be a nice pickup. He had a decent game this week as well. So you'll be happy there. You can follow the show on Twitter at Fantasy Knockout. Also on Instagram at Fantasy underscore Knockout. Main event. All right. We got, let's real quick, let's hash that Thursday night game. The New York Jets versus the Cleveland Browns. Right now, Cleveland is a three-point favorite. Um, it's not gonna. It's probably not gonna be a fun game to watch. But let's talk some fantasy stuff about this game. On the Jets side, we have probably the two guys I would start would be Bilal Powell, running back, and wide receiver Quincy Inunua. Those would be the only guys on the Jets I'd most likely start because Inunua because he's been getting ten plus targets from his rookie quarterback. He's going to be targeted heavily in this game. And then Bilal Powell, because he is the better running back than Isaiah Crowell. If you got no one else, go ahead and start Crowell, but just know he's not probably going to have a good game. If he can snag a TD and save your week that way, fantastic, but I would not expect that. Uh, Powell is the better pass catcher. Powell is the better running back. But for some reason, the coaching staff there in New York, I don't know, has something against him because... They just do not trust him. I don't know. Then on the Cleveland Browns side, um, Tyrod Taylor, I guess you could start him if you're still hurting for a uh, streaming quarterback-wise. You know, he's done okay the first two weeks. Um, Start Jarvis Landry, and Carlos Hyde should be okay. Um, Antonio Callaway, if you got a deeper league, I like him. He's the wide receiver, going to be replacing Josh Gordon there. Um, and then we'll talk about this later in the streaming defenses, but the Browns defense. Yeah, we'll go into more details then. So let's go right into the waiver wire acquires. <laughs> let's start it off with the tight ends. There's not many guys there. Um, me, I'm going to go after Jesse James because he's only owned 3% in ESPN, 10% in Yahoo. And right now he is the number two tight end on the season yep number one is will disley of the seattle seahawks disley didn't do much but he got a touchdown he got the garbage time touchdown at the end of the game in seattle last night monday night uh so you could pick up one of those two guys if you're you know flying but jesse james seems to be used more in pittsburgh a better offense so me, personally, I'm going to go after Jesse James. And then two other guys. you got O.J. Howard. He had a nice, long TD reception. But, again, he's not the number. He's like the fourth or fifth option there in Tampa Bay. Fitzpatrick just does not throw to his tight ends all that much. But, you know, Howard, he's 21% in ESPN, 68 in Yahoo. Uh, he's he's an okay stash. Maybe when if Winston comes back and actually plays, we'll see. As of right now, Fitzpatrick is not doesn't look like he's going to give up that spot. So uh, then the last guy, we got Eric Ebron, tight end of the Indianapolis Colts. He's 35% ESPN, 55% Yahoo. Uh, so Ebron has saved you with touchdowns every week. He's gotten a touchdown. But again, Jack Doyle's on the field 80% of the time, and Eric Ebron's on the field only 26% of the time. So it's one of those things. It's touchdown or bust with Ebron, and as of right now, He's doing it. So if if you're going to go out there for a flyer, go for it. Pick him up. Start him because remember a couple years ago when you had um, 
Oh, who were the tight ends in Indy? It was uh, it wasn't Doyle. It was uh, uh, Kobe Fleener and and Dwayne Allen. Okay, you remember that? Everybody's like, oh, Fleener's the guy. Fleener's the guy. Well, Fleener would catch all the yards, but no touchdowns. Dwayne Allen wouldn't have it. It would have no yards. He had like one or two uh, targets a game, but he was Luck's favorite red zone target. He he ran like eight touchdowns in consistent week in consecutive weeks. Maybe that's what this is right now. Ebron's maybe the, the Dwayne Allen. I don't know. We'll have to watch and see. But, you know, if you just need a, a high upside play, Eric Ebron, um, you know, not bad. Probably could do worse. Uh, so, well, let's go over the wide receivers. Um, So, these are my top three guys I'd be searching this week. They're a little bit higher percentage owned. So, if they're still out there, definitely get them up. And, and I've got them ranked in this order. Keelan Cole, Jacksonville Jaguars, 48% ESPN, 49% Yahoo. Had a nice game. Had an amazing catch, okay? Cole is doing it. He's he's the number one guy there in Jacksonville. Uh, next, Quincy Inunua. We talked about him earlier. 57% ESPN, 61 in Yahoo. He is the main guy for the Jets. Uh, he has Darnold's favorite target. And then next, we got Kenny Galladay. Tampa, or not Tampa Bay, Kenny Galladay, Detroit Lions, 69% owned in ESPN, 62% Yahoo. Um, He looks good. He looks legit. I was worried that there weren't going to be enough targets to go around in Detroit. No. I think with Ebron's departure there, Luke Wilson, the new tight end, is not picking up Ebron's uh, targets. And they've all gone to Galladay, and he's looked good. So, I mean, I guess you can sustain Golden Tate, Marvin Jones, and Kenny Galladay in Detroit. Detroit's defense is horrible. So, I have a feeling Detroit's going to be playing from behind a lot, which means Matthew Stafford's going to throw the ball a ton. So, you know, Galladay's looking legit. Uh, Next, we got some other guys a little deeper. You know, um, these guys are probably more available. You got Mike Williams of the Los Angeles Chargers. He is a nice uh, end zone, red zone Target for Phillip Rivers. He looks good. 35% ESPN and 60% Yahoo. Uh, this next guy, John Brown, Baltimore Ravens. I'm looking to pick him up because he is definitely Flacco's number one target. Him and Crabtree have looked okay. Uh, Brown is getting the deeper targets there, and he's he's a good, good, good receiver. So 24% in ESPN, 25% Yahoo. Brown would not be a bad pickup. You could definitely put him in your flex every week if you needed to. Uh, then next we got Chris Godwin, Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, why? Because Fitzpatrick, who's the number one or number two quarterback on the season, uh, loves to throw the ball. Chris Godwin's going to catch it. You know, you got Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson, and now Chris Godwin. So he's not going to see double teams. He's going to be open a lot. Seems like he is. And not a bad play if you can get him on your team. 34% ESPN, 35% Yahoo. And then the next three, we got Ted Ginn of the New Orleans Saints, Devontae Parker of the Miami Dolphins, and Antonio Callaway of the Cleveland Browns. So Ginn is 39% ESPN, 41% in Yahoo. Uh, Drew Brees is hucking the ball around. He's throwing it a lot, so you won't, you know... Ginn could be a, a nice stash for you. And then you got Parker, who's coming back from this broken finger. Uh, right now, it's Kenny Stills. He's the only guy there. I think Parker could emerge as a decent receiver. 
Um, it's been a nice stash. He's 50% ESPN, 36 in Yahoo. And then the last guy, Antonio Callaway of the Cleveland Browns, 4% ESPN, 6, or 8% Yahoo. Uh, he's definitely going to get that the um, Josh Gordon role. You know, the long he had the nice long catch to tie the game up for the Browns. He, you know, he, so here's the thing: is um, he's a stash right now. I'd pick him up and stash him on my bench. You could play him, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect anything from him other than a possible boom game like last week. Well, Antonio, why why is Antonio Callaway a stash, Mark? Well. This is why, because Tyrod Taylor's not going to play all 16 games for the Browns, or he should not play all 16 games for the Browns. Hopefully, Hugh Jackson does not keep him in there. Guess who was Baker Mayfield's number one buddy on the field? That's right, Antonio Callaway. In the preseason, they looked amazing together. So when Baker, or if Baker finally starts, Callaway would be a nice pickup because they're going to have something special. All right, let's get right into the running backs. Um, big news. Joe Mixon's going to miss some some time. So we got Giovanni Bernard, 30, 39% in ESPN, 28 in Yahoo. Pick him up. He's going to get a couple weeks, two to three weeks, maybe a, a month worth of starts. So... If if you're if you're a mixing owner, try to get Bernard. If you're not a mixing owner, try to get Bernard. You know, running backs just don't show up for for you know a month. So uh, Matt Breida's next. We got him sixty one percent ESPN, ESPN sixty two percent Yahoo. Breida is the number one running back as far as rushing yards. Wow, who would have thought that? Um, I mean, a lot of us were all hot, really, really high on. Uh, Jerick McKinnon coming out, uh, you know, in the draft. Well, Breida's taking over that role. He's doing it because, you know, the opportunity is there. Uh, if he's, you know, available, definitely pick him up. Definitely start him. You, you'll be happy. Next, we got Austin Eckler of the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, 42% ESPN, 44% Yahoo. He's looking good. You know, he's definitely spelling Melvin Gordon some. He's catching some balls out of the backfield. It is definitely Melvin Gordon's job. Like, he's got the role locked down. He's looking like a top three running back for the season. But if something ever happens to Gordon, Eckler is the guy to own. Um, he's doing. He has standalone value as well. So next we got Aaron Jones. We talked about him. He's off that suspension. He's 45% ESPN, 61% Yahoo. It looks like some people were listening and stashed him. Good job. Appreciate the uh, the smartness there. Uh, but if he's available in your league, pick him up. He's going to be a, a nice running back. Gr- Green Bay, high-powered offense. You definitely want to snag a running back on a high-powered offense. Uh, next, we got Bilal Powell, 58% in ESPN, 57% in Yahoo. Uh, see if he's available. You know, he's he's the better running back there in in, in New York. Uh, I like him a lot more than Crowell. So not a bad stash if you have to. I Personally, I have to start him this week. I'm not excited about it because this is uh, one of my money work leagues. I went and drafted Le'Veon Bell with my first pick. Then I went Joe Mixon with my next pick. And my third pick, I went LaShawn McCoy. And then my fourth pick, I went uh, Doug Baldwin. 
None of those guys are playing this week. Ouch. Yep. Hey, but guess what? Still going to scrounge out and possibly win this week because of the depth on my team. I'm starting Powell with confidence that he'll have a good game. Not that he'll have a great game. I'm hoping for that. So we'll see. Next, we got Sony Michelle, running back, New England Patriots, 66% ESPN, 74% Yahoo. I know I'm kind of going over some guys right now, just, just seeing if they're still out there in your leagues because they're going to be good for you later on in the year. Uh, Philip Lindsay, Denver Broncos, 61% ESPN, 69% Yahoo. He is definitely not giving Royce Freeman uh He's making it tough for Freeman. Freeman's not running away with that job like I thought he was going to this year. Philip Lindsay is has got something special. He looks legit. He is definitely on the field there. It's a nice um, uh, lightning and thunder combo with Freeman and Lindsay. So if he if Lindsay's available, please snag him up. I mean, you might even want to go trade for him. Don't give up too much for him. See if the uh, the person isn't all that high yet on him. And then the last guy that, you know, check to see if still available, James White, New England Patriots. That's because Sony Michelle is still coming back. Rex Burkhead still banged up a little bit. White has been quietly producing well in, uh, in half-point leagues. Uh, and then, because we did talk about it, Jay Ajayi is probably going to miss week three. So look for Corey Clement, 22% ESPN, 22% Yahoo. If... Ajayi misses. He's the guy. They're going to give him the ball. He looked good last week. (laughs) Clement is a nice pickup. And then uh, Javorius Buck Allen, Baltimore Ravens. He had the goal line touchdown that he took from Alex Collins on the Thursday night game. He's got an ownership of 18% ESPN, 8% Yahoo. He's the goal line back and the receiving back in Baltimore. Um... If you own Collins, he's a headache. Uh, I'd pick Buck Allen up. I mean, you can definitely start him. He's got he's got value. Put him in your flex. And uh, that's going to do it for the running backs. Let's go right into the streaming quarterbacks. So we got Blake Bortles, Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, that hurt coming out. <laughs> that hurt your guys' ears when I said that. <laughs> I'm sorry. But here's the thing. Bortles, he runs the ball, so he's got a nice floor. He he's looked really solid. He's looked good. He even torched New England. You know, I mean, it is New England. They they usually stop people. So, and that was without a Fournette. He's got nice matchups for the next month. Um, you know, so I I would not go out and burn your waiver priority to pick up Bortles because I doubt that anybody's going to snag him. But you know, if you're hurting at at quarterback, if you have a Russell Wilson that you're just going, what do I do? And you got the bench spot, pick up Bortles. Go ahead and start Bortles. Uh, it's going to hurt putting him in there, but you're not going to be disappointed. He'll, he's got a nice floor. He's uh, he's an okay, he's not a great NFL quarterback, but guess what? Neither was Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow was a pretty solid fantasy quarterback, and so is Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles is a pretty good fantasy quarterback. Next, we got the Mr. Hotness, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic of the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, if he's still out there, he is, let's see, 31% owned in ESPN, 23% in Yahoo. He's the number one quarterback right now. Got to stay in the flames. He's on fire. He's got a great matchup against Pittsburgh Monday night. 
uh, like I said, he's the top quarterback after two weeks. He's got awesome weapons. Mike Evans, Deshaun Jackson, Chris Godwin, even O.J. Howard, who he doesn't target all that much. And Peyton Barber hasn't ran the ball, done anything special. So doubt that they're going to start running the ball now. And here's the cool thing. He's got nothing to lose because he knows Jameis Winston is going to return from suspension after this week. And if, you know, he slings it out there and has a bad game, again, nothing to lose. He So he's going to keep going deep. He's going to keep trying to be that, that top quarterback. I mean, if you guys remember a couple years back when he was with the Jets, he had that special season with them, with uh, Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker. I think there's something here in Tampa Bay. Pick up Fitzpatrick. I'm definitely going to try to get him in, in a couple of my leagues because, hell, he's the number one quarterback. And then if deeper leagues, if you're still if you're struggling and hurting for a quarterback, uh, Ryan Tannehill, Miami Dolphins. Um, he's got an he's got a pretty good matchup this week. He he's always got stills who can break one deep. And you know, I mean, it's not a bad play. That's against the Oakland Raiders, who you know haven't looked like they stopped. You know, they haven't really stopped anybody. So um, I definitely try to get Bortles or Fitzpatrick over Tannehill. And then the last bit, we got some streaming defenses. The uh, top two defenses I like this week, Cleveland Browns. They're the D of the week for me. You got a rookie quarterback in Sam Darnold. And Cleveland has held Pittsburgh and New Orleans to low-scoring games, two high-powered offenses. They are holding people. Their defense is looking legit. So pick up Cleveland, start them this week. You'll be happy. And then the other one is Miami. Uh, they got a nice matchup. We kind of talked about Tannehill and Oakland there. You got the Oakland Raiders traveling, the West Coast team, traveling all the way to the East Coast for an early morning game. Usually that does not work out well, and Oakland has not looked all that solid. Uh, they have turned the ball over. Carr's thrown a pick six against the Rams. So Miami, not a bad play. Well, wow, that was a lot. I hope that you guys are doing well in your leagues. Um, me, I'm two and zero oh and one. I think I'm one and one and through two of them, and I'm zero oh and two in another. But here's the thing: I'm not freaking out in my own two league, right? It's just sometimes bad breaks happen. Sometimes you know you go get against the highest score that week. You know, puts up a monster uh, point total. Please listen to this show every week. We're gonna. I'm gonna give you plenty of information to for you to make decisions on your team on which guys to pick up and, and play um, I'm here to help you I'm not here to tell you exactly who to play because I'm not going to be right all the time but here's the thing I want you guys to make your decision I want you guys to decide which guys to play but I'll help you I'll give you options I'll give you a couple guys to talk you know talk about certain players let you make the decision it's it's your team if, if your gut is saying to go against what I'm telling you, cool, go with it. I'm not going to be upset. I'm not going to be mad. I want you to play it your way. If you feel that you need to start LaShawn McCoy because you got nothing else, go for it. I wouldn't advise it. I think there's better options out there. But, you know, you know. so here's the thing. It's like week one, um, I told Michelle to drop, drop Deshaun Jackson because I thought he was concussed and had the shoulder injury. He went out and torched it week two. Uh, somebody else snagged him up. She's a little PO'd at me. I was wrong. Sorry, Michelle. I, I'm not perfect, and you should know this. You're married to me. Thank you for listening today. Next show is week three, start and sits. 
please visit the site fantasyknockout.com. Also follow the show on Twitter at fantasyknockout and on Instagram at fantasy underscore knockout. All right, till next time. Goodbye. <laughs>